Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub, ready to tell you about what's going on in the automotive world. And he is none other than Les Jackson, also ready to tell you about uh, what's going on in the automotive world. Right, Les? Absolutely. We are here every week uh, to do just that very, very thing. Yep. And And, uh, we love it because... You know, we get to transmit all of this information from the industry. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of it. a lot too. of it. Yeah. So we're going to start with Jeep pricing out its plug-in hybrid Grand Cherokee model, the 4XE. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a chance to drive the Jeep version of that. Does really great. About 25 miles of electric range uh, strictly on battery. Then it changes over to a hybrid. We're going to see a lot more of this, and we'll tell you about pricing on those, Les. Absolutely, and of course, that's uh, you know that's the that's uh, the way this industry is working. Boy, I tell you, there are an awful lot of surprises. And say goodbye to another sedan, uh, man. I, I this really depresses me. The VW is uh, getting rid of the Passat, and. It, it, I think it's a terrific car. Yeah, well, you'll still be able to buy whatever's left, but the last one came off the line, and it's an industry trend. We'll take a look back at the Passat, and a really good value, and uh, no longer available at this location. So (laughs) we'll tell you about that. And as the Tesla turns, you know, Les, you were hoping for that $25,000 Tesla. (laughs) Not going to happen, my friend. Uh, no. And, and there's another weird one. Musk gets tracked and endures a shakedown. We'll tell you what that means. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, it's a comeuppance in a sort of a way. Anyway, we, uh, we are very, very impressed and proud to say that, announce that Ford has hit the 40 million mark in the uh, F-Series trucks. 40 million. <laughs> That's crazy. F-Series Ford trucks have been built. That's and, and, uh, 30, unimaginable. 39 million of them are still around. <laughs> <laughs> 39 yeah, of them you, still go to work every day, right? Good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably so. Yeah. And then I'm going to have an at the wheel. We are talking a little bit about uh, hybrid vehicles and and Mm -hmm. that, the like. A really good deal and impressive 38 miles to a gallon crossover, all-wheel drive. It is the Hyundai Tucson Hybrid. So we'll talk about that. Pretty impressive. Big vehicle, all-wheel drive, and got that 38 miles to the gallon on the highway. 
I think, my friend, that is the future, the near future, that every vehicle will be a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid. And that I think you're right. That's the next step. But, hey, all that and more coming up on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We'll be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back to Cruise Control. This is your on-air automotive magazine. Fred uh, mentioned before we uh, went on the break that we're going to start off with the uh, Jeep pricing on the new uh, plug-in hybrid 4XE Grand Cherokee. Yeah. Which we're showing a picture of. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it it's a good vehicle. The Grand Cherokees, uh, you know, have just really become top rate yeah they certainly have they got a recent redesign and as i said before the break we're gonna hear about my at the wheel review of the hyundai tucson hybrid they also have a plug-in hybrid to me this is what we're going to see a lot more of virtually every vehicle will be a hybrid or plug-in hybrid the great side is you can get great fuel economy, and we'll talk about what uh, Jeep's 4XE can get in a minute. Uh, and this is going to help manufacturers still build larger SUVs, even some, uh, we're going to see th- the Corvette go hybrid. We're going to see the Mustang go hybrid. So some performance cars will still yep. be in the mix because they'll be able to get better MPG and meet the new and, federal regulations, right? And more and more speed at the same time. More speed, and let's face it, you're going to leverage those electric motors to really launch the thing hard. But the downside will be you'll pay more because there's more sure. technology in there. There's an electric motor where there was none before. Uh, I think the only vehicles that won't be hybrid or plug-in hybrid will be the internal combustion cars and can get 40, 45 miles to the gallon, the smaller ones, um, and they will probably remain without a hybrid system. I think that's true. They're small, light, uh, very fuel efficient. Yeah. And and also inexpensive. Yeah. There's got to be some inexpensive car out there, but uh, <laughs> apparently there won't be an inexpensive Tesla. So, but anyway, uh, let's no, uh, there will not. talk about this 4XE. Now, just like the Jeep Wrangler version, they get 25 miles of all electric range, which means you can use them around town, run errands, things like that. Uh, that's pretty good range, actually. Some. Some other manufacturers have only 12 miles of electric range, but 25, that's a number of trips to the train station, to the, um, to the grocery store. Uh, you know, you've certainly get at least three, four days out of that. Wouldn't you before recharging it? Uh, most people, well, yeah, just depending where you live. Yeah. Take the kids to school. Yeah. And then short trip when you, when it transitions to a, gas vehicle it's just like a gas hybrid vehicle now the horsepower right. numbers are very 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 respectable 375 horsepower 470 pound feet of torque those are great numbers and 
It's two electric motors, a 400-volt battery pack, a 2-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine, torque flight, eight-speed automatic. I'll, I'll speak about that in a second. And as I said, 300 horsepower. Uh, and here's my take on this, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later on when I review the um, uh, the Hyundai uh, Tucson. I think the key to better drivability in these things is six and eight speed transmissions. When you go over that, I hate how those things act. They hunt around. Yeah, it, it's too much. It's it seems like six to eight is the sweet spot, and it makes yeah, the vehicles six to more eight, enjoyable. Yeah. Much more. The nine and ten, um, it, it's like the old days of the locking torque converters chuggling in and out chuggling. of lock. Yeah. Uh, very annoying. Yeah, very annoying. So uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I really like that Hyundai. I have a six speed automatic, yeah. which is perfect. So let's take a look at the pricing on these. These are not inexpensive not vehicles. Inexpensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. It's available basically across the, the full range of vehicles. The Grand Cherokee 4XE, the base model, 57700 Remember I said these are not going to be inexpensive vehicles. Uh, and and this, what scares me is that's the base. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the entry level. The Grand Cherokee hmm. Trailhawk, which was really nicely equipped, 4XE, 62485 the Overland, next step up, 65760 The Summit, 4XE, 69820 And the Summit Reserve, 4XE, $74,300. So they are more okay. efficient, but you'll pay for them up front. It, uh, they also can tow 6,000 pounds, which is pretty, pretty interesting. Well, yeah. Now, which means if that you whatever you've spent, you've also spent uh, another five or six thousand dollars for the trailer or the control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. We uh, we're just going over the prices for the Grand Cherokee, and uh, that's one more that I that's not in my budget. <laughs> I don't yeah. know about you. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty pricey for sure. That's yep. But yeah. great vehicle. Well, here's one that may have been in your budget, but uh, it's the last mm. one off the line. The last Volkswagen Passat. Uh, it is uh, the last one they've built. More than 1.8 million of these models is built in Chattanooga since 2011, and it ended. Uh, making room for the ID4 EV crossover. Last one off the line. By the way, do you know what Passat means in German? Uh, very angry meat. <laughs> that would be the worst name for it. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> the angry meat available now in three trim levels. No, <laughs> it, it, it means trade wind. In German. Oh, oh, okay. Like Scirocco is another. Yeah, wind. they yeah. they like a lot of wind at Volkswagen. So, yeah. so here's the other trivia contest question for you, Les, with no prize attached. When the Passat was introduced in the U.S., it was called uh, something 90? else. Oh, oh. 
and that vehicle became the Passat. What was it called? Wow. Um, I'm going to say the, uh, wasn't the Rabbit, because that was a very small car. Yeah, that was the Golf. Oh, man. I'm going to say it was the Dasher. Remember that? Wow. (laughs) The Dasher. Yeah. uh, Kind of like a low-budget Audi type of look to the vehicles. It came in a two-door, a four-door. That was in the 70s. uh, Yes. But boy, how ancient those cars look now. (laughs) They sure do. Little tiny 14-inch or 13-inch wheels with... Snap-on wheel covers and... But they had a station wagon version. They did have a station wagon version. They had a two-door version. Kind of had the front end, uh, the corporate front end with two round headlights. Um, Mm -hmm. What's interesting about it, the rear bumper stuck out for, you know, the U.S. regulations at the time, but there was no... It was just hanging out there in space. There was no, like covering between the body and the car it was just like it literally was if you put a bumper on a car and you extended it out and had uh air in between the body and the car but the vw dasher how about that first sold in 1974 yep so and it was cheaper than uh than the um super beetle which was still being sold but they were phasing it out the Super Beetle had gotten to $3,600. Wow. That's a lot of chips for that. Now, here's another bit of trivia. It had another name after the Dasher. Um, and it was called the Quantum. I don't remember that at all. Boy, I don't remember I remember that. the Dasher. I do remember the Dasher. remember the Dasher very well. The Quantum must not have lasted very long. No. And then uh, from then on, uh, it was... The current version was built originally in uh, 2012 and got a big update in 2000. Of course, it at one point had a diesel engine, uh, and then uh, it ended up with just a 2.5-liter five-cylinder at one point, and then the last one had a two-liter four-cylinder. So goodbye to the Passat, and uh, the ID4 will be built in the Chattanooga plant. Nice vehicle. And, you know, in, in any other time, uh, they would be discounting them to sell them off. Now they're, uh, now they're doing the opposite. <laughs> and, and, you know, the base price is 27000 Yeah. on these. They're, they're, and the, the top of the line is thirty. And, it, again, if this were any other time, you could probably pick one up, even the top end, for less than twenty-five. Uh, not, not, ha- not now, not now, not now. So, um, I think it's time for a little, as the Tesla turns, right? I, I forgot my violin, your air again. violin, little play. My little air, air violin. Bah, bah, bah. Okay. As the Tesla turns this week, we always kind of, uh, find Elon Musk and his antics and the people around him and just stuff seems to happen to the guy. <laughs> Well, it's self-induced. <laughs> so a lot of it is self-induced. I'll say that, self-induced. The the one story we're going to do I I don't think it's self-induced. I'll give him the I'll give him the credit there. I'll I will give him the credit. But um 
My wife was actually surprised. I was sitting at dinner last night saying his Starlink system, I think, is going to be pretty good, um, better than his cars. And she said, I'm surprised to hear you say that. But <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but anyway, um, but, but I do. I do know people that are using it, and it seems pretty good, and it fills a void where you can't get other services. All right, so as the Tesla turns... So there's been a lot of talk that there's going to be a Model 2. It will be about $25,000, the cheapest Tesla out there. People are asking about that or even just a sub-$35,000 car. Elon mm-hmm. Musk says, don't, don't wait up. <laughs> well, I've been saying that the whole time. Yeah. I've been saying he can't make money on the three. Uh, no way he's going to make the two. No. He also says he's just not going to bring out anything new in 2022. Of course, we have the Cybertruck that Mm -hmm. we're waiting on, the Roadster that we're waiting on, the Semi that we're waiting on. Um, So that's a lot of vehicles that have been talked about. Apparently, with the Cybertruck, it's he he wanted to keep it around forty thousand dollars. He but he's trying. He has to redesign it to to decrease. The price, of course, the whole world has changed as far as with chips and availability and all that. But let's face it, too, Les, there's a lot of competitors out there that are real products like the Silverado EV, the Ford Lightning, the Rivian trucks, um, and more on the way. And if he doesn't get his product out there, you know, he's comparing those products and saying, wow, I, I need to make something that's competitive. I don't. He, I don't think that weird design is going going to happen. I well, really don't. I I don't. I think the design is the least of his problems, and it's a big problem. But he can't build a robust car. What makes you think that he can build a robust truck? You know, a truck has to do truck stuff. And, <laughs> I like that and truck stuff. It, you know, it no, it ain't going to happen. I. You know, I'm, I've been saying that all along. It's it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. It's sorry, Elon. It's, it's go back to rockets. You do that really well. <laughs> and I think the Starlink system, the internet system with the dish. I think that's pretty yeah. cool. So uh, there you have it. So we'll we'll talk about that now as the Tesla turns. <laughs> so listen to this. There's some guy from the University of Central Florida. Jack Sweeney is his name. He's a student. He's put up a website that tracks where Elon Musk's plane is, his his corporate plane, right? And he tracks the movements of it. He's a mm-hmm. 19-year-old college student. <laughs> Elon Musk contacted him on the web and said, could you please take this down? I don't really want to be tracked and everyone know uh, where I am. And so <laughs> he offered... Musk offered this guy, Jack Sweeney, $5,000 to just shut the website down and and pass on it. Sweeney countered with, no, I think you ought to give me a Model 3. You know, <laughs> it's, that's, that's... That's called extortion and shakedown, isn't it? Well, no, no, it's negotiation. He didn't demand that up front. That's extortion. But since Musk offered him five-something, he's negotiating for something more no 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 wait a minute i have that wrong he asked for the model three first musk said i'll give you five thousand dollars 
And then oh. he asked the billionaire for $50,000. Is that still negotiation? We'll talk about that's, it after the break. That's boring. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a, <laughs> a defense <Greece>. lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. We were talking about... Uh, <laughs> it's the legal hour. <laughs> it's the legal hour. Uh, we're not going to get into the legalities here, but, there, you know, uh, Musk... Musk's plane is being tracked by this 17-year-old kid's 19-year-old website. Jack Sweeney. 19 years old. He's in the University of Central Florida. So he can be tried as an adult. Yeah. Um, he tracks his it, every move. You know, he's been asked, you know, to, to not do this. It, it is, in fact, uh, a little dangerous. Yeah. And uh, so when he was asked to take it down... Uh, he said, well, I'll take it down if you give me a Model 3 to Elon Musk. Yeah, well, that's, that and, is if, if, if he is the first one to have said, I want something to take this down, right. that's extortion. And then Musk said, I tell you what, I'll give you five grand. And uh, the guy said, no, I want 50 grand. Nope. <laughs> uh, Musk could file charges. He said he him. didn't. Musk said he didn't feel right that he had to pay to have it taken down. No, he shouldn't have to pay to have it shut down. But as again, I think my solution is the best. Musk should just say, "Tell you what, sport." Uh, <laughs> sport. I'll, I'll Does get, anyone call anyone in, sport? In, <laughs> that's right. In sport. <laughs> in writing, I will offer you a job when you get out of school. I think that's pretty that's a good, good deal with a legal yeah. binding document. Yeah. It's just weird. Like we said, what happens if something happened to Musk while this guy was like, Hey, you know, on Tuesday, he's going to be flying into such and such. Yep. He, ha he has, he's a proximate cause of what happens to Musk. Mm. Interesting. If he's, if Musk is, you know, attacked or something. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about stupid. Something completely different, a vehicle manufacturer that manufactures vehicles <laughs> and a lot of them. No kidding. Um, it has to do with Ford, Les Jackson, and they uh, have 40 million, uh, 40 million F-Series vehicles. Isn't that something? That the is 40 just million. Uh, congratulations, Ford. <laughs> hey, man, it's just incredible. There it is coming off the line. Uh, what do you think of that? 40 millionth Ford F series. Uh, it has silver paint, this one that came off of it, but, uh, it started in 1947 mm -hmm. with the F1, F2, F1. F3, F4, <clears throat> and just kept going. Uh, interesting stuff. I wanted to see what, what, ha what, before the F series, what did they have? Uh, and there was something called the 50 series that ran a very, actually a very cool looking truck. It ran from 1935 to 1941. Before that, it was the model TT based on the model T. Yeah. But this, uh, 50 series, kind of a cool looking truck. Looks like a thirties Ford with the, 
um, with the hood and the side the side louvers. This is kind of a cool yeah, looking. I'm truck. sure if if you had one, it would be worth some money. Yeah. Of course, the F1 is the one that started it all. It was after World War II, and they decided, uh, you know, that they were going to uh, make it make it more of, you know, modernize it massively, modernize it because they weren't built during World War II, because Ford was busy building other stuff, military stuff. So, congratulations to Ford on that. I think that is a uh, quite the accomplishment, don't you? It's uh... You know, it, it's it's a it's a real uh, historic moment. Um, this is incredible. Yeah, it certainly is. It certainly is. Now but we we need to research how many F one fifties are still on the road. Yeah, <laughs> I think the number is pretty high. I think it's I'll over bet it's high. over fifty percent. You know, probably, probably. Yeah. Don't you enjoy those uh, shows where people find one like? sitting out on mm -hmm. the prairie and they start it <laughs> yep. and yeah. it's like they throw a battery in it and some gas dump some gas down the carburetor and it starts up and it runs pretty good you know of course if you threw some tires on it and, and uh, freed up the yep. rusted brakes uh it would probably uh it would probably do a day's work right well it probably would with minimal uh attention yeah it wouldn't be the best thing because it's the engine is probably no. the cylinder bores are rusted but uh it would do something so um now let's this is kind of like a deja vu less because we talked about this and it's becoming kind of a trend we told you if you want to order a brz from subaru mm -hmm. you can't anymore the order books no. have closed and it, we're just now just basically at the end of the first month of 2022. Right. Now, if you want to order a 2022 Maverick, you can't. Nope. <laughs> it is. They're not, the, the order books have closed. It's also, we got to remember, if you're uh, in listening to the show in Europe and you want to order a Land Cruiser, you can get it, but it will be four years. Put your order in. <laughs> and wait. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a, a member of the Maverick Truck Club Forum. Says he has managed to get a dealer membership memo that uh, all, all orders of Mavericks are suspended until this summer. It applies to both hybrid and EcoBoost. Um, yeah, well, you know, they... You have they a friend that bought one, right? Yeah, uh, well, you know him, our friend Glenn. Um, <clears throat> he ordered one, uh, paid the deposit, and uh, we just saw last week the uh, the, the uh, note, email, whatever from Ford saying your truck's being built. It should be delivered February something. Wow, what and, one did he get? Did he get the hybrid or did he get? He the got the hybrid. Mm -hmm. He got the hybrid with the all-wheel drive. Okay, uh, no. Uh, yeah, you can't. The, it, well, you can't get the hybrid with no, it. No, no, no. Uh, it was the it was the upscale, uh, the next model up from the base. The non-hybrid with all-wheel yeah. drive. If he got all-wheel, um, yeah, they, they should make a hybrid all-wheel drive. They just haven't done it. Yet. Right, they should. Yeah. So anyway, he still hasn't really settled on whether he wants wants one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he, it's getting down there, you know. That's right, but he's decided 
you know, I'm, I'm going to take delivery. I'll pay for it. Uh, he's got his uh, GMC um, Canyon or call it yeah, Canyon, which has 75, 80,000 miles on it. Um, he's going to hold on to that. And but he's already been offered several thousand dollars uh, for the for the truck from people that know he's taking delivery on it. Wow. It's over, com- over it's come down paid. to that for a yeah. small pickup you, truck. People are flip. Yeah. You can flip, flip these vehicles in the past. You know, you, <laughs> you might have to take a beating on them, right? Yeah. But he's thinking, you know, I'm going to drive it. If I really, really like it, then I'll keep it. And I'll sell the GMC. I'll I'll get the GMC repaired. You know whatever little things it needs. Get it detailed, and probably get thirteen or fourteen thousand for it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's crazy. just crazy. Really, really crazy stuff. Uh, but there you have it. Another vehicle that you can't. <laughs> you can't order right now. Can't get. And once again, we are nearing the just the end of the first month of uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird, weird, weird sort of uh, situation to be in. I never thought we'd be. We in live that. in strange times. <laughs> yeah. Here's an interesting one: Range Rover. We've been talking about. Um, we've been talking about uh, plug-in hybrids, and that most of them have a range of, uh, well, uh, you know, 30 miles or something like that uh, on all electric. And this Range Rover SV is a plug-in hybrid, but it uh, actually has a range of 48 miles on electric. I think this is something we might be seeing more of in the future. Yeah. Uh, Pretty cool stuff. And I... It's just, it's just, you know, that to me is the step between um, full electric vehicles and um, and where we are now. So I, I think you're going to see right. a lot more of that. And the higher the number of electric, remember the number, the E rating for the fuel economy goes up, which means it's better for your fleet average fuel economy, right? That's right. By the way, the SV Range Rover uh, is one hundred and eighty-six thousand dollars. I've ordered two, so oh, I couldn't okay. decide on the color. So yeah, is one for me? <laughs> yeah, I figured you might. I figured you might like it, but well, that's very nice. Yeah, you know, I appreciate we, it. When we come back, we're going to have an at-the-wheel review of the Hyundai Tucson Hybrid something a little less expensive than that SV. So stay tuned to Cruise Control. You are on air, Automotive Magazine. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Fred Staub. He is none other than Les Jackson. And we (laughs) are going to have an at-the-wheel review of uh, what I think was a really great vehicle. Uh, It is the the 
Tucson, Hyundai Tucson, and uh, this thing got great MPG, Les. I, I have to tell you, it it really was amazing. It got 38 miles to the gallon, hmm. and uh, that is pretty impressive. And uh, it uh, it is, uh, I would say, more than a compact SUV is a quite a mid-size SUV great room in the interior uh it has uh it has a lot of great style to it i mean the style is is really what can i call it almost geometric on the sides um and it, there's a lot of origami a lot of sheet metal origami going on uh with this vehicle and it makes it attractive. It makes it stand out. The front end of the vehicle is very attractive. Uh, that it uh, it really makes it stand out from the rest of the vehicles that you would normally see. Uh, I can't describe it. It's sort of like an egg crate type of look, and it uh, it really stands out. It's a unique looking vehicle. Now. Uh, once again, uh, this vehicle is available as a gas, traditional internal combustion engine vehicle, uh, or a hybrid like the one I tested, or a plug-in hybrid, which uh, will get you some a uh, range of all electric, uh, all electric range, which is pretty pretty cool stuff. Uh, the uh, pricing on it is not that bad actually. Uh, and once again, the folks over at Hyundai make it easy because this vehicle was priced at $37,650, very well equipped, really no options whatsoever, but they're not needed. And you have everything in there, leather wrapped steering wheels, smart cruise control with stop and go, hands-free power, lift gate. It's all included. I like that. I like that about Hyundai because it's not... One of these deals where like, oh, yeah, well, that's the price of the vehicle. But guess what? You know, if you want yeah. the safety equipment or you want uh, the, uh, uh, you know, features uh, like heated seats or something like that, that it's it's wheels. <laughs> you want wheels, you know, yep. uh, it's uh, it's going to cost you, you know. So um, the good thing is, though, that this vehicle is not that much money, as I said, thirty-seven thousand six eighty. If you want to step up to the plug-in hybrid, uh, that will cost you about forty-two thousand seven hundred, which is a little bit more, but not that bad when you think about it. When you're you're basically getting an electric vehicle, um, you know everything is standard in this thing: a driver attention warning, all kinds of things come standard. The safety. Of this vehicle, it's a hybrid power drivetrain, 1.6 liter, uh, turbocharged gasoline engine, 180 horsepower, 195 pound-feet of torque. The total horsepower with the electric motor is 226, which is not bad, and 258 pound-feet of torque combined. Um, and it is a six-speed automatic transmission. I said earlier that uh, I thought this was one of the best things about the vehicle because. I found that so many of our vehicles we test now that have 9, 10, and who knows what speed transmissions, they get very shifty and they get very distracting when you drive it. They can't figure out what gear they want to be in. Well, this one is a six-speed, and that's pretty tried-and-true technology. 
you get about 500 miles of range in this vehicle before you have to fuel up, which is pretty cool. If you opt for the plug-in hybrid model, you will get 32 miles of all-electric driving. And then, of course, once it uh, expends that energy, it would become like a regular um, a regular hybrid, like a regular gas car. So uh, the interior was pretty interesting. I would say it was restrained, luxurious, a lot of black leather with silver matte trim. Uh, the dashboard has a very clean look to it. The shifter is just basically push buttons, uh, so there's no stock sitting up. Uh, one of the things that you have to get used to is uh, the the instruments are basically projected on two tablets that sit on the dashboard, and the controls are not real buttons. They are kind of these haptic buttons. Now, you know that I really don't like those, but no. I have to say, in this case, I didn't mind them. They were pretty reactive. It didn't feel like you had to hit them two and three times. But I would say the interior is understated, just some chrome or matte matte finish trim. And the uh, same goes for the steering wheel controls. Uh, it does have an ability to lock the all-wheel drive system, but weirdly, there's no light that tells you that it is locked. Uh so I'd like to see that on the dash. If there was a light, I didn't see it. Maybe maybe I didn't notice it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Of course, you can have the sounds of nature that a lot of Hyundai vehicles have. If you like the sound of a crackling fire to relax you, you can have that. Um, it is an all-wheel drive vehicle. And even though it's an all-wheel drive vehicle, I had this on the highway. Uh, and that is not the highway I was on, but I had this on the highway. And I got 38 miles to the gallon, Les Jackson. Isn't that pretty amazing for a vehicle this size it with all-wheel drive? Uh, it it really is a stylish vehicle. It is a, as far as by today's standards, a cost-effective vehicle or a, a lower-cost vehicle, thirty-seven thousand, a full ten thousand below the uh, price of the average car uh, these days. Uh, and it has just about everything. Uh, I don't think this has been crash tested yet because this is still too new. As a matter of fact, our vehicle didn't even have a price on it. It is a 2022 model, uh, and ours was the Limited, which is the top of the range as far as trim goes. Um, negatives, just that one negative of not knowing whether the all-wheel drive system was locked or not. I guess you could say I'm not a fan of the haptic controls, but they, they were some of the better haptic controls that I've experienced. Uh, navigation system was great. The performance on the road was great. Of course, this gets the 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty, which I imagine includes the battery uh, for the hybrid vehicles and the plug-in hybrid vehicles. I would imagine it does. Yeah, uh, actually, right. it actually it's called out here. Hybrid battery warranty, ten year, one hundred thousand miles. So that's great. And hybrid system components, also ten year, one hundred thousand miles. Um, it does well on safety, forward collision assist, lane keeping assist, driver attention warning, blind spot collision avoidance assist, rear cross traffic collision assist, safe exit warning, uh, electronic stability control. ABS, downhill brake control. They really, they they throw everything at it. Uh, 
um, wireless phone charging, which is great. Uh, so it's it's all there. It really is all there. The Blue Link Remote Start is a three-year complimentary service. We're starting to see this in the auto industry. Things like Remote Start could become a subscription-based type of feature, uh, much like Sirius XM Radio, something like that. So uh, not unusual to see that these days. Uh, BMW, I believe, wanted to charge big money for heated seats. They always try to make money yeah. off of heated seats. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, a 10.25-inch in- digital instrument cluster and a 10.25-inch navigation with Android Auto and Apple CarPlay included. Like I said, the interior was sort of like two tablets glued to the um, dashboard. So pretty cool. There you have it. That is the Hyundai Tucson Limited Hybrid all-wheel drive model for $37,650. We appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. Don't forget to check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.